0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band. Means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way. This one a little bit of an impromptu Friday live for you. Officially, this will go down as episode number one hundred and fifty three of unfiltered as always you can jump on board the unfiltered revolution and thank you unfiltered band by getting into the twitter at casey stern getting into the bio and jumping on the youtube channel like subscribe watch all the videos the interviews the conversations the rants the humor and more comment give your ideas for topics guests whatever you want for jump on board and welcome to those who are watching uh, with us live on twitter today and of course on uh, the youtube channel and to most of you who will get this in the belated variety later today on a Friday, the 3rd of February, day after Groundhog Day 2023, over on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. We are everywhere because of the great folks at Bet Online. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You always get the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online truly is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. It's betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag where the game starts as we get started here. I wanted to uh, do an ep today on uh, some of this stuff and bounce around and uh, hit a lot from the world of sports uh, at the forefront here with the NBA All Star rosters announced and get into that. LeBron's chase. will hit some. NFL, a little baseball, and maybe even some UFC along the way before we get out the door. As always, you can chat with us live or get it on the YouTube side. You can reply and get into the tweets. You can jump in the DMs and conversate along the way live or afterwards at Casey Stern on Twitter. I wanted to start with the All-Star Game. You know, in getting a chance, I was bust enough to cover and report at three or four of these it's an unbelievable event all-star weekend for the nba is handled so well as so many things are by the nba and it's an unbelievable event that you know we chastise constantly before we get there and while we're there we chastise that we don't think the rosters are correct and i'm going to get into that we chastise that you know, not the right people are in the dunk contest. It's not exciting. It's not the way it used to be. The skills aren't the skills in the competition that we would like to be out there. The all-star Saturday night isn't the way we want. The judges aren't the way we want. The performers aren't the ones we want. The halftime performers aren't the ones we want. The guys aren't playing hard enough or they're playing too hard and it's just an all-star game. And this is what we do. And the great part is if you're a basketball fan and a fan of the association, You know, really, and no offense, you know, the MLB All-Star game itself is probably the best one and has been for a long time, but nobody's sitting there really debating the Pro Bowl and certainly not now with the flag football nonsense it's become with the Mannings, who I love both, but God bless, right? Nobody's sitting there and or as they say here in the South, bless it, which I, you know, It took me about eight days. I've been here eight years to realize, you know, bless it down here in the South basically means to those of you who, like me, might be from the East Coast or the Northeast, specifically in New York or Long Island where I'm from. It basically means like. You could go anywhere from if you want PG rated or go F yourself, it's somewhere in the middle there. Right. So like, kind of bless it on this Pro Bowl thing. Let's be honest. All right. But nobody's sitting there debating the Pro Bowl, even when it was happening, except why the hell is it not still in Hawaii if you're a player and why was it going to Orlando before they finally got rid of it? You know, nobody's sitting there in the skills competition tonight, excited to see you know selfishly Horvat in an Islander jersey and all that stuff and the hardest shot and the fastest skater and yada, yada. It's fun. It's great. The game itself doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, you know, look, you get three on three, two on two. Use one hand behind your back. It's not going to matter. It is what it is. It really has never done anything for me. And to be honest with you, I don't think in my entire life as a hockey fan, which has always been, which surprises people, my favorite sport since I'm a kid. I don't think there's one time I've watched a full bell to bell hockey all star game. I don't. So to debate about anything, sometimes is good. It's a good sign. Maybe for the NBA, it's that way. But we complain about all of this every single year. I saw this covering it and being down there live and down on the floor, seeing it during these events that people were still, you know, chattering, complaining, and tweeting, and so on and so forth. The first thing that needs to be said, and my old teammate over at Turner, and just as good a dude as there is, Stan Van, uh, Stan Van Gundy, I know, tweeted this out yesterday before the rosters came out, and he's right. So I want to be fair and play devil's advocate on both sides of this because I'm going to, you know, crush and and talk about how I was crushed because it's ridiculous that Jalen Brunson is not an All Star, but I do want to be fair about what. Stan had tweeted out and many will talk about every year that we need to remember and maybe needs to be changed. And I'm curious on your thought on this and tweet me at Casey Stern as you kind of think about this part of the rosters and the size. When you've only got a dozen dudes who can make it and you're not doing the whole MLB. One guy from each team's got to get there. And the Raptors who miss out on Pascal Siakam and have missed out on Van Fleet in the past and have had years without one. And I went through years with as a Nick fan without one. And congrats to Julius Randle. I feel badly that we kind of forget and will you know, discount that he gets to his second one here as a Nick with the fact that Brunson probably should have made it over. And instead of him, if it wasn't going to be an addition to It is handled differently. It is what team do you play for? Where is your team in the standings? That is not how the voting is handled in the NHL. That is not how the voting is handled in Major League Baseball for the All-Star Game. That is not how the voting is handled at whatever the Pro Bowl skills event is now. It's just not. That's not how it works. I mean, who knows how the hell that works? Where you got a guy like Huntley who threw like three passes all season, who, you know, is sitting there, I'm watching, you know, people on social yesterday and God bless them, you know, talking to representing the Ravens instead of Lamar. What the hell are you doing? Like, how many quarterbacks were not available? Right? What, what is this? Seriously. But you got to realize the MLB situation with all star people. If you've been a fan of baseball as long as I have and covered it for a couple of decades like I have, you know that the MLB all star game situation is a joke because you got. 70 guys, sometimes 80 some odd guys, literally, by the time you're done with it, they become all-stars. The guys who can't pitch that day, guys who can't play, the teams don't want them to go. They don't want to go and they get the team to say they can't go so they can back out and go be with their families because they've been to six and seven of them and they're not going to pitch anyway. What the hell do I want to go toe the line for that? The MLB All-Star game, I'm sorry, and the handling of it in terms of how many dudes go has been a joke forever. The way it's handled in that way is ridiculous. I mean, I mentioned this before. There are times I get there and I would cover the home run derby, and I'm sitting there being like, what's he doing here? Thinking it's like a friend of one of the guys who's in the derby, and I find out, no, he just got added to the All-Star team 17 minutes ago. He already here. But the NBA not that way. You got a dozen dudes. When you got a dozen dudes and you're playing with a dozen, it's hard. It is hard to to not have snubs and not just snubs, but guys who in this case, like with Brunson, and I'm trying to be fair on both sides of this to what Stan was tweeting and what is is accurate, you're going to have guys that absolutely it's inexplicable and it is ridiculous, forget unfortunate, it's ridiculous that they're not All-Stars because they have put together an All-Star resume. And it's not one guy who's SLL, right, family show, because it's more than that because you only got 12 guys who are in. I mentioned Siakam Brunson, we can go with plenty of guys who don't get in, right? There have been times where we sit there and we're like, you know, how is? I'm thinking years ago, and DeMar DeRozan not or how is it Dame not Dame Lillard? Or how is it not this guy? Or how is it not? It happens every single year because you only got 12 guys. But here's my question to you: Does anyone care who wins the NBA All Star Game? You know, we didn't do the whole ridiculous garbage of like it counts, like you know baseball did, which thank God they got rid of that a few years ago. You know, Bud Selig did a lot of good things for all the crap he gets, but the worst thing he ever did was that making the game count. It's its an exhibition. It's a showcase. But the NBA is a showcase as well. Do I really need to have the roster be the same size and handled the same way as a regular game? Is that a big deal to you? Because it's not a big deal to me. Because here's what I'm saying to you, and I wrote this down to remember to to bring this up the NBA all-star game to the, to the game itself, to the box score. And I get the MVP and all that, but to everybody else who don't win the MVP and the car and the accolades and whatnot to everybody else, right? That is just a game. It's one game. I I'm telling you right now, right? If you are listen on Apple Spotify podcast or watching this live, I, I beg of you, I want you to try and think right now, get a pen and paper, wherever the hell you're sitting down, and I want you to tell me the last five winners, which conference won each of the All-Star Games, and and you can't be covering it, and you can't be a player. Good luck. You know how many are you going to get that right? Zero. And if you get that right, you should literally erase your hands from the medicine cabinet and go see a doctor, because that's creepy. All right? Nobody knows who the hell wins these games. Nobody cares who wins what conference, whether it's the East or the West. Nobody pay attention. But for the legacies of these players, Being an all-star matters for the legacy of these players. Being an all-star is a difference maker. Being an all-star could change the way they're looked at for the Hall of Fame. Change the way they're looked at in the eyes of fans, in the eyes of peers. That is their chance to say, I earned this. And Jalen Brunson deserves to be able to say that. Jalen Brunson, who everybody pardon my friend shit on because the contract was too big and he didn't deserve it. And the Knicks got to overpay anybody. So they overpaid Jalen Brunson because what he played in a biggies tournament or two at the garden. So he must be the right guy. This is how people were talking. He's a winning player, but dot, dot, dot. He was good when Luca was out, but dot, dot, dot with the numbers and everybody's shitting on this guy. And he's come in and I don't care who you are. If you're not a member of Brunson's family or Jay, Wright right? Or or uh, you, know, you, you could give me Josh Hart or whoever, right? You're not in that circle and you're telling me you thought he'd be this impactful on the Knicks in year one or ever. You're a liar. I'm sorry because nobody was saying that. Nobody in the industry I know was saying that and nobody outside the industries with the fan that I know or you know or you yourself or me was saying that. And I'm a Nick fan. Nobody was saying that. To have the kind of impact, To have the kind of impact that this dude has had. To have the year he's had. Statistically, the moments he's had. Go back to the last game against the Lakers. Yeah, they blew it in overtime, made some mistakes. Nice to say it, a costly turnover from Randall, a couple of mistakes by the offense. Jalen Brunson carrying the team. Jalen Brunson been the dude, and I love what Julius has done But Jalen Brunson made everything work better, and he has been. Let's be fair, it's like, you know, no offense to Chris Childs or Charlie Ward or whatever. You're going back to like Mark Jackson the last time you're a Knick fan thinking, you know, point guard, you're not point guard, and what Jalen Brunson has done. Guy deserves to be able to say he was an all star. I don't care. The roster's got to stick at 12, I don't care if there's 20 guys. Would you rather, do you think a player would rather play seven minutes, get a standing ovation from whoever's rooting from him, his family get to take the photos, get to be at the media day, get to say he's an all-star, but you only play in seven minutes in the game because the rosters are larger than normal. You can't play in many minutes, right? Like we can't, you know, we got to have Kyrie out there. So you can't be out there. You don't think Jalen Brunson want to go. You don't think Jalen Brunson deserved to go. You don't think Pascal Siakam deserved to go. If they say, "Hey, dude, I, I'm I'm sorry, but you know, KD going to be out there, right? So you can't be in that moment, or whoever it might be. You don't think he wants to go? He can't be an All Star because the roster's got to stay the same size. Why is MLB allowed to be like 137 guys, and in the NBA we got to have everything that small for the All Star game? To me, not about the game. It's about the anointment. It's about the the accolade. It's about the the respect that you put on the name for that that half a season. And that is unfortunate." So I think everybody right in the whole you know, stand, and anybody else who says, hey, look, the rosters are so small, we gotta realize always gonna be snubs, NBA not the other all-star games, fact. Those are facts for sure. But it's also right to say it's 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 a goddamn joke that Jalen Brunson's not in the game. I'm sorry. But he'd rather be on the team. It's like the pitcher who gets to the All Star game for Major League Baseball, right? Who's some you know, kid who's got a great story or whomever it might be. You know, if it's like, you know, think about comebacks in the last few years, the Daniel Bards or some of these great stories that we've had. Those guys don't care if they pitch in the game. Sure, they'd love to pitch in the game. But, hey, Clayton Kershaw is pitching, so I can't go. You don't think they understand that? They get that. But they want to be able to have their family be there, to stand out there and toe the line, to have that moment where they earn that moment. Jalen Brunson earned that moment. Pascal Siakam, those guys earned that moment. It's the rosters and the game that needs to change. We're going to add play-ins. We're going to play in tournaments. The NBA is moving. By the way, I'm not getting on them for this. They move three-point lines back and forth. They'll change rules. And they don't, like, the MLB lie about it. They're not sitting there being like, I don't know how the ball got changed or who did it, right? They're, They're telling you, we're going to alter the game because we want things to be better. And here are the ways that we're going to go do it. Well, if that's the way you're going to be about everything else, do it about the All-Star game because the respect on the name and the respect on the career is bigger than one game and one box score in how many minutes Jalen Brunson was going to play in that All-Star game. And you can put that in your pipe and smoke it and share that with all your friends, whether you're on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts, We're here live on Twitter because I'm telling you, you don't tell me a more honest. People, you know, give takes which is a bunch of bullshit, and go out there. It's like Chandler Parsons, who I'm going to get to, played like 14 minutes in his career, and I'm glad he got a nice career on this side and on television. That's wonderful. Right. No offense. I don't know you personally. You played like 12 minutes. You're on the injured list more than Brian Roberts during the course of his career. And I love you, B-Rob. Sorry. But, you know, and and you're telling me that LeBron should be anointed because of this, that, whatever. Who the who is you, as Chris Rock would say? Really? But time for some realistic takes. So go take that and go share it with everybody, you know, because it's the rosters that should be changed. So these things don't happen again. I think it's not about the box score of the game. It's about Jalen Brunson deserves to be able to say, "I deserve to be an All Star." Let's get to Parsons, and it's more about you know LeBron and the chase that he's making. Yeah, I've dealt with this with the Baseball Hall of Fame forever, and I think about recently with with Harold Baines. With the committee that got Harold Baines in, if you're not a baseball fan, Harold Baines, a lifer, was a, a a really good player, a terrific guy in the game, an ambassador, and all those things. He's not a Hall of Famer. He shouldn't have been a Hall of Famer. And a committee well after he was gone, well after he missed on the regular vote, got him in because he had some friends on there, mainly Tony Larusa. And then you got to sit there and you got to shit on the guy because – You can't lie. You're like, no, Harold Baines can't be in the Hall of Fame, but he is and it's not right. And here's who should have been instead. And you find yourself getting on a guy instead of pushing a guy. It's like if you don't think Dale Murphy belongs in the Hall of Fame, which is certainly okay if you don't. And there's an argument on both sides. You know, you almost find yourself being stuck, like saying bad things. It's like an arbitration hearing for a fan or member in the media when you're dealing with the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to sit here and tell you that, no, I don't think, sorry, Chandler Parsons, that LeBron, which he's going to, having the all-time scoring mark and passing Kareem, which he's going to, means that it solidifies, bar none, end of argument, that he's the greatest all-time, because that's just not how it works, and who is you? Because I watch Michael Jordan destroy my Knicks, because I watch Michael Jordan's career, and because look, what the hell do I know? Certainly I covered it, but and I you know play it on my own, but nobody's sitting there, you know, putting me on an all star team, right? Except that like the CYO. But I'm sitting there and telling you, Michael Jordan, the best player I ever saw. Michael Jordan, the best player that's ever played. Now, you want to tell me it's Bill Russell, You can make the argument. You want to tell me it's Kareem, You can make the argument. You want to tell me it's LeBron, you can make the argument. I'm not going to sit there. Look, I, I've i always said it this way, and this is, I'm a believer in this. Serena Williams, don't even give me another argument. Wayne Gretzky, don't want to hear another argument. Tom Brady at quarterback, don't want to hear another argument. Jerry Rice at wide receiver, I don't want to hear another argument. But you want to give me arguments about other things and other players in other sports, you can do that. I believe you can do that. Do so you want to argue for Bill Russell? You want to argue for Kareem? Or you want to argue for, you know, LeBron James? You want to sit there and, and tell me, you know, where Kobe should sit versus LeBron and argue. Those things are arguable because sometimes it's different eras. Sometimes they play different positions. Sometimes they had different you know, sets of teammates and guys who can help them out and, and more pressure or less pressure. And all those things are true. But where we get dumb as people. Where we get dumb is where we could sit there and have clickbait and nonsense like Chandler Parsons, who spent more time on the injured list, seriously, than I did playing the Legend of Zelda when I was 12. And that was a lot of time. All right. This guy, it, it's the end. not the end of the argument because what LeBron's done in his career is amazing. And to me, what LeBron doesn't get enough credit for outside of the longevity and the way he's worked on his body and all the things that he has done. And the amazing skills that he has, he's a cyborg. He is a unicorn. We only say it about Durant. We don't give it to LeBron, but he is. Excuse me. His size to do the things he does. There are a lot of things he does Michael Jordan couldn't do. But there are a lot of things Michael Jordan did that LeBron couldn't do. There were things Bill Russell and Kareem did that neither of those two could do. That's the great part of basketball. You want to say, I think LeBron's the greatest of all time. Let's get into an argument over a few beers and I'll tell you why I think it's Jordan or I know it's Jordan in my own mind. But don't tell me because of a stat. Don't even if the stat is the most points scored, even if I can tell you LeBron could have scored more because he could have, even if the longevity is absurd. You want to tell me he's the most consistent player that's ever lived, the best that's ever at this age ever been, the guy who's the best specimen, the best athlete, and all of those things? You may be able to say that. You want to tell me after I watch Michael Jordan that LeBron is, is for some reason, the superlative of, of absolutely, definitely a better player than Michael Jordan? No. You want to say a better career because you want to give me amount of finals straight and the longevity and the points? There's a difference between better career statistically, which, by the way, is still an argument to me, Then than saying best player. Sorry, not going to happen. Sorry. Not there. So enough with that, because that is ridiculous. But give LeBron his flowers and give him his due, because he deserves it. What he has done, the most impressive thing to me with LeBron, is that what people don't understand and give enough credence to, imagine Michael Jordan. Imagine. Michael Jordan and uh, Adolfo uh, appreciate you gets in uh, enjoying the show. Thank you. Give you a shout out. Um, When you are sitting there and you watch social media and how it changes players and athletes. Imagine Michael Jordan and his career in the flu game and all that through social media. And you think about it in terms of imagine how much people would be going ham going crazy about all the great things that Michael Jordan did. Like people would be just losing their minds. And that's all true. But what we don't think about is the additional amount of pressure. Not like it looks like Mike couldn't handle it, but it's fair to say the additional amount of pressure and the hype machine and all of that that social media brings that Michael Jordan didn't have to deal with. We don't give enough credit to LeBron James for the fact that this dude was sitting there at like 13 years old having to practice autographs in high school with his games on TV. And everyone and their mother, the only other player that I can imagine that's been close in the time I've covered it, and I don't think people who aren't baseball fans or cover it realize this, and that's why it's such a great story what he's done with his career. But Bryce Harper dealt with this. We heard he, like, blew a kiss at, at somebody, like, in high school, whatever it was, and people were, like, on him. Like, we didn't even know. Like, it was amazing. I remember he overthrew a cut-up man at the Futures game, and there were people talking about it for, like, hours afterwards. All right? LeBron lived that life. For LeBron to even reach near the expectations he had is absurd. But he didn't just re- nearly reach it. He didn't just reach them. LeBron James exceeded the expectations times, I don't know, a thousand. That is the most incredible thing LeBron James has done. It won't be the scoring title or the finals or the things that are easy to pluck, which certainly are monumental and and you know, going back to the accolades, you know, pinpoints and benchmarks of his career. But the fact that LeBron James had all of that hype to the level in social media in which it was just getting hot and he was the hottest thing going in sports, he was the one, you know, we always want to shoot everybody down. I remember Steven Strasburg struck out 13 Pirates in his debut. I'm on the air taking calls. What the hell are you doing? You know, sitting there sucking up to Steven Strasburg. I could strike out 13 Pirates. That's how people were treating it. You know, and it's like, this is just how we are. We want to knock people down. We don't build people up in this world. That's why it's shitty and sad how most people treat other people in this world and why 97% of the people that we all know hate it, those are the numbers, are fake. It's 2023 and two and one, all the way back to 2020. But if we're being real, what LeBron has done to exceed expectations to the level he has, that probably the greatest thing he's done. But I want to hear Chandler Parsons, especially, or anyone, tell me that because he gets this mark, that means it's an if that. That's not 2 plus 2 equals 4, right? That's not 5 times 5 is 25. And I'm sorry, I've been practicing a lot with my son. I'm working on it. But that is not definitive. So throw that out the window. Enough with that, with the clickbait. Seriously, Chandler Parsons, really? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? This is why it's being a fake. I love people like now. Nobody says stuff about a guy like that now. Like, you know, it's like, okay, like the shows he's on. And I know some of the people that and like some of the people that on the shows he's on and I, I don't know him, but like I, I was around the NBA for years and I heard plenty of players that are past and still present talking a lot of shit about that dude and the lack of what he played and the money he made. Where are they now going on his show, sitting there following him on Instagram? I hate that crap. I hate people who are fake. Can't stand it. Pitchers and catchers reporting here in a few days for MLB. We'll have a lot of shows coming up on that on unfiltered. I think, you know, to me, what I'm curious about and hit me up at Casey Stern. I'm going to do a show on this next week. I'm going to do a show on the 10 biggest questions heading into spring training. What do you think are the biggest question marks that are out there between now and when pitcher and catchers report? We're going to get into a lot of WBC. I'm excited about that this time around. Certainly, especially with trout and others involved in some of the rosters. I'm sure you are but i am curious because we deal with with you know familiar faces in new places new managers teams on the rise teams that have expectations you know question marks of of injuries depth charts you know position battles what is the biggest question what team do you root for what's the biggest question for your team I will mention and include you guys in that podcast. I want to hear from you. Get me on Twitter at Casey Stern or in the comments on YouTube. If you're listening, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast for all of that. Um And we'll talk about that and much, much more on the NFL side. I'll also next week get into a preview of the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about the Pro Bowl and flag football. Apologies to all involved. Uh, No apology for this. We are happy to be with you. Thank you to all of you who support us here at Unfiltered. Get on the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern on Twitter, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. And as always, we at Unfiltered are presented by our good friends at Ben Online.